visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie. So, up this hour, we have some music for you on just the classics. But first, join us for Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It is Tuesday, July 20th, and we are coming to you from the studios of Radio Taiwan International in Taipei. And in the studio today, we have Shirley Lin. Hi there. And I am Natalie So. Hey. So we're going to be talking about typhoon holidays. Um, those are the holidays, like they're kind of like snow days, I guess. You know, <laughs> um, when if there's a typhoon, you don't have to go to work. But now that we're working at home, do we still get them? I'll tell you all about that. And also, um, all the big news about vaccines in Taiwan. People are talking about vaccines, and um, including our former health minister. And um, special, what, what athletes eat on the airplane. Okay. Before they go to the Olympics, what kind of meals they're getting. They're already there. Mm. And also, um, how often do you go to the convenience store? Um You'll be surprised how often we go to the convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, first let's talk about, I guess, um, what should we talk about first? Convenience stores. All right. Yeah. Convenience stores are a big a big part of our lives here in Taiwan. Oh, very much so. So I don't know about where you live, Shirley, but mm -hmm. there's so many around where I live. I have so many choices. All right, Every single count. direction that I turn, like to the, my left, right, there's a convenience store within a five-minute walk or two-minute walk. Okay, if you're talking about five minute within a five minute walk, let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Wow. I probably have more than that. Wow. I mean within like um a seven minute walk, there's gonna be like eight or nine. Wow. <laughs> well, you're more downtown. I'm in a Taipei, very dense area. There's so, there's yeah. actually four seven elevens on the same street. <laughs> and it might take you ten minutes to walk that street. So yeah. it's a little crazy around uh, Taipei. You know, we have one of the highest densities in the world. I don't think it's number one in oh, the world. No. I think, I think that, maybe I after think Tokyo Korea, or Korea or something. Maybe, But yeah. we Asians like our convenience foods, uh, convenience stores and the food there too. Right. So, That's why they're called convenience so, stores, right? Yeah. So, you know, they've been doing surveys about how often you go there and how, what do you buy. And you know, we've gone so late. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've gotten so lazy because it's like, you know, I mean, there's a convenience store if I were to cross the street, but no, it's I'll not rather go to the enough. one. <laughs> right. If you want me to cross <laughs> the street for a convenience, I mean, we're talking about Getting little so alleys here, not like gigantic boulevards. Yeah. You only cross a little alley to go to a convenience store. That's not convenient enough anymore. <laughs> well, let me give a side point. This is really not kind of kind of related. We do have a supermarket. It's, a, it's not a very big one, Um, just like downstairs from us. I'd say downstairs, you take the elevator down, and then I just kind of like turn the corner, and it's probably like three, four building, uh, three, four shops over. It's like um, it's the supermarket. I even get lazy just going there. Are you serious? I mean, isn't it terrible? But it's, it's like it's cheaper oh, we're out of milk, you know. And I'm going like, hey, son, you want to go get milk for us or egg or something? Even that, I'm getting lazy. I mean, this is bad. This is so bad. I mean. You know, Tom is like spoiling us with all these convenience stores. There's That's too many of them. true. So. I mean, you know, sometimes I buy a drink on the way to uh, work, you know, something healthy. 
and I, I go to the convenience store, but I know it's cheaper at the grocery store. Oh, so yeah. one time I went to the grocery store, but you had to go in a long line, and they <laughs> didn't even have the drink I wanted. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to the convenience store next time. <laughs> I didn't save any money. I didn't find my drink, and I had to wait in line. Uh, Actually, I didn't even wait in line. I just left. <laughs> so so there there is a point to going to convenience yeah, stores. Yeah, it's They're terrible. Very, they have so many things there. It's just everything you can I mean, do there. You can pay you your bills there. Is there. You can buy anything, any drink, and you can make a meal. You know, in the store, they, if they've got they tables like and fresh chairs vegetables, for you, right, and fruit, and then right? all different kinds. Yeah, of they start having fresh prepared meals. Yeah, vegetables and stuff. Like if you're missing something, you know, oh right, I need tofu. They've got that at the convenience <laughs> store. If you, you know, if you need it for hot pot or something like that. What else? Um, actually, like their um, it's these um prepackaged like cooked corn on a cob, and they are so good. Really? Have you, you tried the ones from Seven Eleven? They are really good. I was, was going to ask you what you like to eat there. I, I remember you you started eating there a long time oh, ago. Oh, that was a long time ago. You know when we had uh, uh, another colleague here Annie with us, was Annie into Liao. It too. Yeah, we were so into Seven Eleven. What do you guys eat? You know, what do you boxes. eat there now? Not not now, not, not anymore. anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. My my kids would eat there. They don't mind. Yeah. yeah. I don't really eat meals too much. I would like get like a, you know, sushi or Yeah, two, it's that rice ball kind of triangular rice ball like thing. Or some tea eggs and drinks and fruit. I haven't. But I don't get into their whole meals. Yeah, I haven't been eating from, maybe because now I'm home most of the so time. You cook more. You know, and I'm not taking the MRT, the subway system, because um, now my son and my husband take turns driving me to and from work. They want me to be chauffeur. safe. Yeah. She's got a chauffeur. Yeah, man. so chauffeurs. I'm not eating at you know, convenience so stores So what do you guys do at the convenience store? Do you guys eat? How often do you go? Guess how often people visit um, a year Oh, yeah. In Taiwan. Oh, we haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. I can't even the guess. The news. A year? Yeah, in one t- year. How many days in I, one year? I, depending on... Okay, so... Take a while, I need guess. to do my math. <laughs> <laughs> 365 days in a year. Right. And I'd say I go maybe two or three times a day. A day? So that's about a thousand times a year. You go two or three times a day? Wow. So you are... Would you? No. Oh. I go two, maybe two or three times a week. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Not not every day I go. So I'm more like the average person. The average person goes two or three times a week. It's 137 times a year, which would be like about two or three times a week. Okay. Once every two or three oh, days. Oh, I'm I definitely more than that. You're more than you're that. You're more than the average I, person. I think so. I think like some of our colleagues go every day too, like John and these single guys. You know. Oh yeah. They told me they go every day. Right. And um, how much do you spend there per visit? <laughs> what? How much do you spend per visit? Oh, it depends on what I'm getting. <laughs> and I haven't gone actually. Well, they, okay, the average is three U.S. dollars. Not much. dollars. That's uh, that's about right. Like a drink and a drink, a snack, or a coffee. It would cost you know just a little bit of money. But the thing is, they're making a lot of money because they charge more than any place else. Like Mm. if you buy the same thing somewhere else, except for coffee, but other stuff, it's probably twenty or thirty percent less expensive. So they're they're making extra margin. Yeah, you know our convenience stores even brew fresh brew coffee and latte. They 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 make it fresh for you. Do they have like pearl tea too? Boba tea? Uh, I, don't, I think they were doing they, that for a while. They did. They did. Yeah, I remember they did. I don't know if they're did. doing it anymore because I don't drink you it know, that I feel often. sorry for these shopkeepers. You know, they're so... They have to do they everything. They're so busy. Yeah. You know, with so, all the different machines. 
Remember there was like something similar to Slurpee, you know. Ices? Yeah. Ices. Yeah. They're, they're, they're yummy, but not anymore. Uh, too bad. They don't offer those anymore. So guess what the most popular items are at Taiwan's convenience stores? They're, um, uh, drinks. It's got to be drinks, No, right? it's not drinks. Oh, first of all, oh, I want to say hello to Abid Hussan Jahid. Hello. Hello. And hi. Joshua Buendia. Do you guys go to convenience stores? Do you have them over there? And uh, Aslan Chris Copper writing from Kota. Kanabalu Sabal. Mm. So I bet it's they don't have too many convenience stores over there. <laughs> Not as know. many as we do. So yeah. oh, okay. well anyways, food was the most popular thing. Okay, food. Food. Oh, not, um, more so than drinks. What do you eat there the most? I, I mean, tea eggs, I think, are the most popular food item. It's something egg, on the go. You and know? it's like, you know, soaked, um, braised, and like marinated, a, in, you know, in like a soy like, sauce kind of a... It's a Chinese herbal thing, right? Yeah, and herbs. And it's, and like, it's, um, it's really nutritious. It's good for you. It costs 10 NT dollars. Mm. And um, so people like that. And so cigarettes are number two. Oh, I didn't know that. I was going to say that. Yeah, I was thinking cigarettes maybe, but yeah. Cigarettes, that many people smoke, that, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's about the only place that sells cigarettes. cigarettes. Okay, probably. that makes sense. Then hot meals. Oh, okay. Including meal boxes and sandwiches. And then beverage of drinks. Maybe I'm not eating as much from convenience stores, you know, like I used to because they're not the greatest. <laughs> they don't. Meals? I'm, I'm very picky. I, you know? I mean, but you loved them before. What happened? I did. Well, they don't. They're out of that one particular one. You know, you just reminded me. What, what was, was it, it now? It got so bamboo. Much? It got like chopped bamboo in this fried rice dish. I know Annie and I would love that dish. Really? But they don't sell that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, well, sometimes. talking about food, let's do one more story about food. What do you know? Olympic athletes recently went to Tokyo. And um, well, part of the news was that they not everyone got to go on business class because mm-hmm. there's there's not enough seats on business class, right? And, and besides, they're gonna be like they can't seat that many people, right? Right. So and President Tsai had to apologize because she had promised everyone that they would that go on would business be, take business. Yeah, but but they got class. all the seats around them were empty, like uh-huh. behind, in yeah, front, and to next be safe. to. So that's I mean, kind that's... of good. You can still lie down if you want. <laughs> 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 but guess what? They get to eat. What do you think they eat that's different than? Um, the average person on the plane mm-hmm. oh well because i read this oh um, you read this i, I if, if it's the same one they had this um like a deep fried pork cutlet it's a chicken cutlet i'm oh, really surprised that it's deep fried though <laughs> i mean it looks pretty good but Oops. japan is popular for oh, that's this. true a deep fried chicken cutlet it's usually pork it's oh, usually but pork. today that's what it's called oh really well chicken you know is has oh, higher okay. It doesn't matter. Protein content. Because I know Japanese, well, a little bit. Tonkatsu. Tonkatsu will be pork cutlet. And, um, but never mind. Katsu means like to win. It's a homonym oh. for the same character that means to win. Katsu is the pork cutlet? Katsu. Pork cutlet or just cutlet? No, tonkatsu is pork cutlet. So it's just a cutlet. So yeah, this katsu. is a chicken cutlet. <laughs> right. And so they supposedly have high protein. So chicken breasts are high protein, low fat, but they got it all fried, deep fried. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I know Natalie's really good at this. staying out of that. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, okay. Well, I'm I guess okay. just once, you know. And they had wow. some butter too. Wow. Because, because well, anyways, they, okay. So they yeah, eat fruit and salad and rice and noodles and a deep fried chicken cutlet with two pieces of bread. 
Well, they just want to send good wishes to these athletes. Yes, so they should. It's eat just a lot. for the the sim symbolism of it. I guess. Yeah, I was just so. wondering if they just had some special diet, you know? Because oh, I'm sure they do after they you I'm know sure start they do. yeah right. and so. stay at a hotel and start eating really really healthily. <laughs> oh, by the way, Taiwan's bananas are there. Oh, really? Right. Oh, that's yeah, right. Like I think pineapples too, right? Metric tons of... Um, I think our pineapples are there too, right? D- did it make it there? I don't, I don't remember. Because oh, wow. um, we're like, you know, it's getting the end of the pineapple season. So I oh, think there were four fruit. And then they decided that the uh, the committee in Japan, they decided on just bananas. I yeah, see. Out of the four fruits that we offered. I see. But um, they're going to be munching down a lot of bananas. You know, bananas is good for preventing cramps. Oh, that's right. So they're good for athletes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I didn't know that. I thought it was to fill them up before they, you know, do like because my, my kids were in um, school swim teams. And they would always like all the parents and, you know, the whole team would all bring like bunches of these um, bananas and they would eat them before they got in the water and I thought it meant like you know because they're hungry it's it's to give them energy no it's to prevent cramps I actually asked my talked to my son the other day he said no mom it's because to prevent cramps oh that makes sense oh. you know so yeah. I didn't know that athletes use that. Well, that's nice to know. Yes. I guess we should do that too before mm-hmm. we exercise. Well, you know what? I mean, sometimes um, in the middle of the night, do you ever get cramps and you're woken up by like these Rarely, painful cramps? But yeah. I, I've had that. So what do you do? And I knew I'm lacking potassium. Uh, so I knew I had to get some bananas the next day. Okay. Not so that I really love bananas, but I just forced myself to eat it. Yeah. It, I think they're pretty tasty. Yeah. They're with peanut sweet. butter. With I do. Peanut peanut butter. Butter. I do. I eat them with the American meal. way. <laughs> okay. Tell us about Typhoon Holidays. Okay. Well, um, we have to explain what typhoon yeah, holiday is. Yeah, I think is. we do. Because I think, you know, we do get typhoons a lot in Taiwan, although it hasn't been last so year, for the last we got, several years now yeah, already. not too many. But um, when we do get typhoon holidays, you want to make sure that your employees are safe and they don't have to commute, you know, and get into accidents or something like that. So then you get to stay home instead of going to work and risk your, you know, your life or, or whatever, your safety. And so that's what they call it, a typhoon holiday. But... Now with COVID and we're working from home, like or shifts or whatever, taking turns. Um, now they're saying that typhoon holiday is not going to be applicable for those who work from home. So that makes sense, right? It, 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 it does make if sense. If you can work from home, there's no excuse. <laughs> I, I mean, if if you're a store, then you you can't really open, right? Right. But if you're like us and we can do some of our work from home, mm-hmm. you might as well just do it at home. Yeah. You can't say well. Too bad, boss. It's raining outside. I can't do it. It's windy outside. I can't do it. <laughs> but they must feel really unfair because, you know, normally, you know, outside of the pandemic, uh, if it's like typhoon holiday, they can stay home and not have to work. And um, but now, you know, you're already working from home. You might as well. And the thing, though, is that the Ministry of Labor is giving the option to some companies that they would, because they want to be fair to everybody in the company, they would probably offer those working from home to also have their day off as a typhoon holiday. Mm-hmm. But it really is all up to the boss, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if let's say here, I know that, um, when, I don't know, well, the English service is different, but 
I know like for the administration departments, um, they are like taking turns. So this week, some people will be coming into work and the next week they get to stay at home or from home. So if it happens to be a day when, you know, there's typhoon and you're working here, I mean, you're supposed to come into work, then you'll be all, yay, you know, I don't need to go to work. But you can still do your work at home. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) That's only because now, you know, because of the pandemic. I wonder, think about this. If it's like on the day we have to film our show, I wonder if we should come in, right? (gasps) You know what? That's a good question, isn't it? Well, you reminded me, um, Natalie. Now, I've been here 16 years. I remember when I had the interview, I was asked that, um, no, not asked, I was told that even on typhoon days of floods, you still have to find your way to get into the radio station and do the news. Yeah, somebody has to do the news. That's true. (laughs) I've been here on typhoon days. I've driven on typhoon days. Yeah, I've had my husband drive me. And I know that when on the road, it's pretty scary because things were flying off our roofs and things like that. Not the roof, I mean, over our our car roof, you know. Oh, wow. That that can be... That is scary. It is, you know. You could be hit (gasps) with something. Someone said something about tarikatsu. He says deep fried chicken cutlet. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, yeah, tonkatsu. sounds yummy. Yeah. Um, so what we're talking about typhoon days. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. I don't guess you guys don't have typhoon days, do you? But maybe people have snow <laughs> days not, or um, yeah, uh, earthquake. Dude, no. So what are snow days? So you really? I think I think it's the same thing. If it's snowing snow so day, hard, yeah, you can't even go out. You don't yeah. stay home from school. Oh wow! I didn't experience so a, that. I mean, I grew up in never, California. But, California. But I've heard of that. Yeah. So it's similar, but I I don't I you know. Uh, Bosses don't like it because they're losing, you know, a whole days of work. Yeah, so now bosses are happy. I think so. You know, because everybody is still contributing to the company by working from home. So no excuses. But but it's it's the, um, I don't know, it's just that, that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I still have to work even though it's typhoon day. You know, I mean, wouldn't you feel mm, awful I thinking of typhoon day? Bad. You could have like... You could have like not have to work. I, I'm okay, Shirley. Yeah, I guess we're I okay guess, with um. Yeah, because of the kind of work that we do. That's true, and also I li- really like the flexibility of being able to work at home. To me, that that's a big plus because I feel like sometimes I like doing things at home or different hours of the day, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck having to be here eight or ten hours or whatever. True. Right? So you can do half of it at home, and then some of it when you come here. I like that. Well, I'm different from you. I kind of like coming into work, and besides. I do not have a personal um, 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 notebook computer. I don't. Oh, do you have a desktop? Yeah, but usually it's occupied by my son, oh. my husband. Oh, so it's easier and, for you to work from here. Yeah, and I do like coming into work because it's only here that I think about work. When I go home, I don't want to think about work. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you yeah, like to I'm different. Compartmentalize your <laughs> right. life. Okay, that's that's pretty good too. Whatever so, works. Yeah. So we will be working on typhoon days after all. Mm, we okay, so are you talking about our former VP or former health minister? Former health minister. I mean, from several oh, so terms ago. He's in the news for his vaccine. Yeah. Right? So what happened was that um, former health minister Yang Ziliang, okay. um, he uh was actually part of a um clinical trial mm-hmm. for one of the um locally made vaccines uh to be specific is um United Biomedical Incorporated UBI mm-hmm. and and but the thing was that he actually came out and told everybody that 
he just got his AstraZeneca vaccine the other day, only because, and it's because he wasn't sure if he was injected with a placebo, right, or the actual UBI vaccine, and and he just assumed because I guess he realized that he kind of tested his blood test that antibody in his body in his body is revealed to be very very low, so he he just assumed that he was given the placebo. What, and 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 that or or that the UBI vaccine doesn't wasn't. work. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean it's not as potent as the other one. Uh huh. So from from the in reality, yeah, phase really, two yeah. trials. Oh really? Oh, and so he so. went out, went ahead to get so the he AZ. So he went ahead to get an AZ. And then did he discover he, what his first one was? Um, his he he, he actually had the actual oh wow vaccine. So so it turned out. Let me get this right. He said he received the AZ, the AstraZeneca vaccine, on June 23rd, despite previously participating in a clinical trial uh, of the vaccine, of this other vaccine. And then he said he was only informed after he got the AstraZeneca vaccine that he'd been administered the actual UBI vaccine during the trial instead of the placebo. Oh. Then he emphasized that through his blood test, like I said, you know, the antibody, you know, revealed to be very slow. I guess he must have really specifically went and got a test to see if, you know, he had enough antibodies in himself. And then um, he said that the UBI had disclosed the trial results on June 27th. He got the AZ vaccine on June 23rd. So four days later, he got the test results from the trial results from UBI. But they still did not inform him of which group he was in. Okay, I'm sure there's just a lot of like confusion and lack of experience in the kinds of these kind of matters, and you know information <laughs> you know get misplaced or whatever. So that so this this just sounds really really funny. But um, anyway, um, he okay. Then an expert explained that in his situation, this you know former mm-hmm. health minister situation, he said experimental results of the UBI vaccine would more or less be. Affected by the later AZ vaccine, what? So, what does that mean? so, so is he? <laughs> so, gonna, I guess he's going to be okay. Uh, I mean, you can mix vaccines, I think. Yes, so I'm just wondering but, if he's going to need a third one, or I mean, did the first uh, one count? If it's mm-hmm. like it didn't do much for him. Yeah, right? you're right. So right. Who knows? So oh. that's what you get for being in a trial. I mean, right. You get paid a lot of money for doing those trials you do so you just have I, to like, I know of some friends who actually you was in the 10, trial 000, i think ten thousand us dollars or fifteen thousand oh, I, I think you're right ten to I think fifteen thousand right. right yeah it's pretty it's a lot of money although i don't know what, which one my friends were tested for whether it was the medi medigen right. which has been approved of um you know ua ua wait a minute eua right but um or the other one or or ubi i'm not sure but uh yeah and and I wonder, I think by now they would know if they were given the placebo or not. I should call after this. You got your vaccination, right? I got mine. How was it? You know what? Um, I I was glad that during, you know, I got it in the morning and I had a new shift that day. And I was glad that I was finding fine, you know, went through my work day without any problem. But that night I um, started having a fever at 1 a.m. And I got up, but it wasn't. 38 degrees yet you know you know how you say that if mm-hmm. you get it up, up to a certain degree then you should take a um, a panadol or something like that so i went back to bed but i just laid in bed and couldn't fall asleep for another half hour so i got up again and got my temperature and realized i was you know already um got a fever I, so i took a panadol but then i went back to bed and i still couldn't sleep so then i got up and started reading 
And after, after reading for some time, I went back to, to bed. I still couldn't sleep. I got up and watched TV. <laughs> so it wasn't until 4.30 in the morning that I actually fell asleep again. But the next day, I was just sore all over. I think I got a fever again the next day. Wow, that's But I was intense. like tired. I just said, went, went straight to bed. I was sleeping a lot the second day. Oh, wow. Yeah. It wasn't until the third day I was feeling better. Oh. So, yeah, not bad. I mean, not too bad, but you no, did have a reaction. I, I did. More than what I've heard. Yeah. But I guess you're on your way to being fully vaccinated. Yes. That's good. Yeah, no. that's right. Okay, well, we thank you for joining us today on Here in Taiwan. And... Uh, we hope that we see you next time. Yep. For Here in Taiwan, I am Natalie So. And I'm Shirley Lynn. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. RTI. Exercise for your mind. On this program, we featured a lot of artists who've made their name through big blowout concerts and extravagant music videos. Today, though, we're going to look instead at a classic Taiwanese artist who's built up a career through performances in much more intimate settings. She has a deep, husky, and mellow voice that's instantly recognizable, and a string of hits going back 30 years now. This is Huang Xiaohu, the stage name of singer Huan Chunfeng, but you might also hear her referred to by her other nickname, the Queen of the Pub. Welcome to Just the Classics. I'm John Van Trieste, and in today's program, we're going to take a look at the works of this reigning queen of Taiwan's live music scene. Huang Xiaohu was born in 1963 in the southern Taiwanese port city of Kaohsiung. There, from a young age, she sang, and by 1982, she was taking to stages at small indoor venues that sell beer and feature live performances. We might think of these places as more like coffee houses or upscale bars with a live singer, but Taiwanese people use the borrowed English word pub to describe these late-night joints. She worked Taiwanese pub circuits for the better part of a decade, singing all sorts of covers, before finally getting a recording contract in 1989. At first, this attracted little notice, but her appearance that year in a pan-Asian singing contest held in Hong Kong, where she represented Taiwan and won fourth place, built up some buzz back home. In 1990, she recorded her first solo album, which features this song, Not Just Friends. The album catapulted her into the spotlight and won her the Best Newcomer and Best Recording Awards at Taiwan's prestigious Golden Melody Awards, our equivalent of the Grammys. The title of this song basically explains what the lyrics are about. This is a song sung by a woman who wants to be more than just friends with a person they've fallen for. Thank you. 
Next act, Huang released a 1992 follow-up album titled Fun the Ai, in English something along the lines of None of Your Love is Left Over for Me. It got noticed beyond Taiwan shores, and Huang spent some time afterwards promoting herself and winning over new fans elsewhere in Asia. This is the title track of that album, but instead of the original 1992 recording, I've picked a later live performance featuring a chilled-out version of the song so that you can get a feel for Huang in her element, the live pub performance.
Now, you don't get to be a renowned singer on Taiwan's pub circuit without perfecting a large repertoire of cover songs first, and Huang showed off her mastery of many classic foreign songs in particular in her next three albums, released almost back-to-back -back in 1993 and 1994. In these albums, The Rose, Over the Rainbow, and All By Myself, she showed off her skill in interpreting English-language standards. But she then returned to original Chinese-language songs in 1995, with an album called The Lonely Woman. The title of this track from the album is called The Song I Don't Dare to Sing.
Lonely Women seemed to have been her thing around this time, because in 1996, she released another album, A Single Bed at Midnight, that features this track, Not Loving is Hard Too. The more enduring of Huang's hits seem to have been the more recent ones. The turn of the millennium brought a number of live performance albums like the one we heard from earlier, but it also led to some of her best-known new works too. Take this 2009 hit, probably the best known of all Huang songs. It was supposedly given to her as a thank you gift from its composer, fellow musician Ricky Xiao, in recognition of Huang's help in advancing his career. It's a song about the difficulties of love and has a rousing chorus that's just perfect for belting out as a group at karaoke. The song is titled, It's Not That Easy. The album this song comes from got her yet another nomination for a Golden Melody Award, this time for Best Mandarin Language Female Singer. Shall 
祝福我在沙发。Her most recent work? Well, it's been a few years since she's released anything new. Her most recent album is 2015's It Turns Out Love Doesn't Mean Anything, which bizarrely has been given the official English translation All Endings Are Beginnings. The album features this song, titled Hello, which is about a relationship in which one person kind of ignores the other all the time. Themes like these may seem a bit cliche, but they are classic ones, and this choice of universal themes, along with Huang's unique, rich voice and delivery, have sealed her place as a creator and interpreter of many modern Taiwanese classics. 
While it's been a few years since her last album, she remains a force on Taiwan's music scene, and I don't think we've heard the last of Taiwan's reigning queen of the pub. For Just the Classics, I'm John Van Trieste, and I'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.